following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Friday. I am Kyle Rainey. This is Gary Hall. We are Fantasy Beasts and where to find them. And that is beer. <laughs> Gary, how's it going today? It's going good. A little tired. We're recording a little late, but uh, we're going to do what we do normally. Yeah, guys, we were at the game. No, not the Philadelphia Eagles and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We were at the Buffalo Sabres winning their first game of the year. I know people haven't said that in at least like a decade. <laughs> um, but... As we jump in, as we tune in, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are up on the Eagles 28-14 to in the end of the third quarter here. Um, just a miserable night, really, for Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts, 8 of 19, 63 yards, 1 touchdown, 1 interception, 8 rushes, 35, and 1 touchdown. Miles Sanders, Gary, again, 4 of 6. Yeah, he's, he's not really panning out to be the player they thought he yeah. would be. Uh, Zach Ertz, 4 of 29 and a touch. Tampa Bay, on the other hand, Tom Brady's 27 of 34. 231, one touch, or two touchdowns, one pick. Leonard Fournette, 18 of 79. Two touchdowns on the ground. Antonio Brown and, wait for it, O.J. Howard, your touchdown scorers. Uh, Gary, is O.J. Howard going to have fantasy relevance now? Maybe. I mean, if when Gronk comes back, absolutely not. But... Maybe for now. Yeah, I didn't expect to see him doing this with Cameron Braid out. Maybe it'll finally give uh, some love to him. We saw this starting last year before uh, he got injured for the year with the Toronto Achilles. Maybe, maybe he was just having a slow comeback from the Toronto Achilles. Um, but yeah, guys, OJ Howard finally having a day, um, five of forty and a touch. Fantasy wise, that's fifteen points. Oh, good. I sat hurts this week. Did you? Yeah, I played. I played Burrow. Uh, as I, we are waiting, though, I'm trying to pull up uh, some fantasy stats here. Um, my dad must be having a conniption right now. He has one point currently. Um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going to be losing his shit. Gary, is there anybody you want to immediately start on? Uh, players you like this week, players you don't like this week. I like Carson Wentz at Houston. Yeah? Yeah, I mean... I'm starting Carson Wentz actually in two leagues, so I'm not, I don't know why I said that like that. Uh, I am physically starting him in two leagues this week. I also don't have many options in those leagues. Those two leagues I'm starting him in, Russell Wilson broke his uh, finger. Um, I'm intrigued by Taylor Heineke this week again. Heineke seeing the Chiefs, who have the 32nd worst defense against quarterbacks. Um... Washington might be the team to put the nail in the coffin of KC or at least make them struggle further. Um, Patrick Mahomes, on the other hand, though, plays the forty or the Washington football team. They're 31st against quarterbacks. Um, a number 30 team would be Houston is facing Indy? Houston's got Indy, right? Yes. 
Uh, I don't think I'm going to jump on the Davis Mills bandwagon. Kyler Murray seeing a favorable matchup this week versus the Browns. Um, I mean, maybe a daily fantasy play. Trevor uh, Lawrence. I was going to say Ben Roethlisberger versus Seattle. Not an awful choice. Um, I don't know if I'd go with Ben Roethlisberger being the fantasy play as much as I might go with Ben Roethlisberger being the uh, the the recipient to throw to someone like a Deontay Johnson this week. I'm only saying Roethlisberger is because he's not going to get picked and you can load up in another position. Is Roethlisberger, is that a Sunday night game? It is. So you'd have to play an extended full day for him in DFS. Um it's pretty crazy, man. Ben Roethlisberger rostered in less than thirty or less less than one third percent of leagues out there. Um, I mean, quarterbacks are pretty pretty cut and dry here, unless we go to guys maybe not to start this week. Um, opposite on the spectrum here, Ryan Tannehill gonna be a very tough option to play this week. Has not looked good already. Plays the Buffalo Bills, who've been number one against quarterbacks. Uh, I'm very shaky on that. Derek Carr, on the other hand, as well, man. I've, I've really liked Derek Carr, but against Denver, Denver's allowed the second least points. Um, Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys who's in a league where it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to not play Aaron Rodgers. They're playing the Bears. I'll play Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, Dak Prescott sees the fifth best defense. I've actually uh, benched Dak in a couple leagues this week. Lamar sees the sixth best defense. I'm not going to tell you to bench Lamar. Lamar's been red hot. Lamar has been a problem child. Uh, Gary, any other quarterbacks you want to touch on? I'm looking currently. Let's see here. Doesn't sound like you've got money. No, I'm. I'm tr- I think I was going to say we've seen Lamar do well and I think this week he's not going to do as well not really because I just said don't bench him nah, I don't think he's going to th- go for 40 points again well I mean but yeah but I wouldn't say I wouldn't say bench him or don't bench him, but I don't think he's going to play as good. I would, I think he's going to have a lower, uh, I guess you could say ceiling this week or floor. I think it's he's going to have to try to keep up with L.A. because L.A. is going to put up a ton of points. See, I think that makes his ceiling pretty high too because I think that they're going to – It's gonna be, that game's going to be like Cleveland was last week, I think. Um, except for obviously the entire offense there runs through Lamar. Um, I don't like Cousins this week. I don't like Cousins, I think, any week. <laughs> mm, I do like Sam Darnold, though. Yeah? Yeah. Um, let's see. What, is, what were his points? Well, he's been red hot lately every week except last except week. Except last week. I think he has a rebound week. Um, last week was the first week he had under, under 10 points. He had 33-23. 18, 18, I think he has a bounce-back week. I think he lights it up against Minnesota. I'll tell you someone I think has a red-hot week, and unfortunately he's you can't play him unless you've already played a lineup for Daily Fantasy, is James Robinson. James Robinson has been scorching on fire the last two weeks. Um, two weeks ago for James Robinson. The last three weeks, 25, 20, and 23 fantasy points. 
Uh, unfortunately, James Robinson will be seeing the 9 o'clock action on Sunday, so he will not be an option for FanDuel for the normal slate. Um, Najee Harris, a guy, again, not FanDuel eligible, plays the 30th run defense in uh, Seattle. Um, but, I, I mean, Harris should have a good day. Joe Mixon, a guy that I usually am pretty high on. Mixon should have a pretty solid matchup, especially if healthy versus the Lions this week. I'll tell you what, I do like Devonta Booker. Yeah? Yeah, um, with Saquon out, he's going to get a lot of volume. And last week he put up a bunch of points. Let's see here. Okay, you want to go that route. He put up 20 points against Dallas. And, I mean, I know they're playing the Rams, but somebody's got to get the ball there, and he's going to get a ton of volume. I'll go that route. I mean, I'll go Khalil Herbert. Uh, Khalil Herbert had nine points fantasy-wise last week, uh, sharing carries with Damian Williams. And Damian Williams has been placed on the COVID list. Khalil Herbert is the option. And Khalil Herbert's a guy you and I, Gary, liked a lot out of college. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to say no to him. I quite honestly really like the option of that. I'm not doing very good at being able to pull my, um, my... wide receiver depth chart here. Um, the Minnesota running back scare me this week. I will openly say that. We've seen issues already. Um, it's been very tough to for them to give you ability here, and then you're dealing with the best run defense in the league. Um, I want to have faith in, uh, in Delvin Cook, but Delvin Cook has been just... A colossal flop. There. I will tell you one guy before we even fully get to receivers that I don't hate this week, and everybody's starting to sour on him, is Cole Beasley. Yeah, a lot of people are um, annoyed with him. But it's we talked about, I think, on last week or last episode. Yeah. Is it's just the, the scheme and the running game is a little bit better, so he's not seeing as many targets. Well, it's not even that. He's not seeing a bunch of routes, but... If you aren't playing against easy slot connection, why are you going to run him if you've got other options to win? Right. Um, I, Joe Mixon this week, I think I already touched on him as long as he's healthy. Uh, Austin Eckler should have a bang-up matchup here against the Ravens. Um, Daryl Henderson coming back. Um, Henderson last week... 16 points. Henderson gets the Rams this week. Um, I don't want to touch any Baltimore running backs because I don't trust any Baltimore running backs. Uh, I don't want to jump on Miles Gaskin either. I, I don't trust that Miles Gaskin's going to put up the same game, especially traveling yeah, correct. to London. Um, and his game last week wasn't in the run game. It was He, he had a bunch of passes thrown his way. Um, but I'll say, I mean, I'll say running backs I don't really like as well, Gary. I don't know if you've got any, but. Yeah. This ESPN app is very finicky. Ramondre Stevenson available. This, uh, this app's been brutal lately. Come on, research for me. All right, Gary, who do you got? Looking here. Is 
Chris Carson playing? I mean... I think I, they cleared him. I think they did, and I think he will. I, um, I was going to say Chris Carson only for the fact that he's coming off an injury. I'm going to go on the proverbial limb here, Gary. I say Derrick Henry does not do what he has the last multiple weeks. I think Buffalo's going to find a way to lock him down. Buffalo's been stout. Yeah, pretty stout against the run. Um, and they got a lot of guys um, who are run stuffers now. Yeah, Star's back. Um Epinesa has been very good sideline to sideline as an edge. Greg has been very good with Who? Greg Rousseau. Yeah, Rousseau's been good at getting hands on edge. people. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to say that Henry won't have a, an average day. I mean, even Travis Kelsey just had an average day, but it wasn't game changer right, that right. he's been. Uh, I don't like Josh Jacobs at all. Uh, Chris Carson, Chris Carson's got. A game against the fourth toughest run defense in Pittsburgh there. Uh, Chase Edmonds is a guy this week. I, I'll tell you this. I don't like James Conner. I like Chase Edmonds still. J- Chase Edmonds has been showing viable in the pass game, whereas James Conner has been the running back on the goal line. I'm not going to go with uh, James Conner. Um, I don't like Swift against Detroit. I, you're not going to sit Jander Swift, but I think Against Cincinnati. Against Cincinnati's Cincinnati. run defense is rough. Yeah. Um, I think Cincinnati's going to have um, an easy time with that um, offensive line. Okay. Um, anybody else running back? and want to move to tight end. Take a move to tight end. Uh, I'll tell you one that I don't like to say that I'm not a fan of this week, but it's it's Dalton Schultz. Um, Dalton Schultz against New England. New England's number one against the tight ends. Um, Dalton Schultz has been very good the last little while, but it doesn't mean it's going to be a guarantee here. Uh, Cleveland, Gary, you've liked Njoku, or you've liked Hop or Hooper. I've liked Njoku. They play the second toughest team against tight ends in LA. 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 Uh, another one that I wouldn't be shocked to see this stumble. And this is this is why I'm saying go pro Cole Beasley here. The biggest issue with Beasley has been they've been throwing a lot to Dawson Knox. He's the number three yeah. tight end in fantasy. Uh, and now they're going to see the third strongest team against tight ends in Tennessee. Well, I mean, McDermott and, and um, Dable are not dumb coordinators. No, right. You think they're not going to trout out Knox as as a decoy mm-hmm. and line Knox and Beasley to, to throw mix and match cover, yeah. throw X's and then hit Beasley and stride? Okay, cool. Let's still operate the slot. Their slot corner's not good. Bring Knox as a decoy because we've seen how good he is, and I I'm gonna say Beasley goes for a lot mm-hmm. Monday night. Um, I, I like uh, Ricky Seals Jones. I I don't hate that move. I'll tell you who I've not been high on this this week, and I mean it's it's tough to want to sit him. Darren Waller, man. Oh yeah, it's it's tough to it's sit tough Darren to Waller. sit Darren Waller, but his last two games have been lackluster, and then you draw him the Broncos, who've been fourth against tight ends, uh, fifteen. So week one, 28.5 for Waller, and then 11, 10, 15, 8. It would not shock me to see Waller coming under 10 again. Um, and if you've got another option, it might be time to start him. Uh, but then the same goes for Hawk. Hawk is going to see Cincy, who's been very good against the tight end, and Hawk's been struggling the last couple weeks as well. Um, so Hawk and Waller, two of your mainstays, two of the guys you go, well, you got to play them. I don't know if you got to this week. On the other end, um, 
Jack Doyle, Indy gets Houston. Houston's been very bad at the tight end. Uh, my personal fantasy, daily fantasy play of the day here. Everyone's going to jump Jared Cook. I'm going Donald Parham Jr. again. Parham Jr. the last two weeks here has really just, he's been productive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did nothing the first couple games. Zero, didn't play. Zero inactive, 2.9. Last two games, two of three, 17 and a touch. Two of two, 29 and a touch. Gets Baltimore, who's Almost dead last in the league. I'll tell you who I don't like is, and I think you can probably abandon him at this point, is Janu Smith. Yeah, as they, they kind of points. finally went with Hunter Henry as the established mm-hmm. guy last week. Uh, Mark Andrews coming off a 45-point performance. You got to have him in anyways, but he's going to have a big one. Uh, Low-key flex in, fan, in daily fantasy. Jordan Aiken this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't been like a revelation. He sees a few targets here and there, but they haven't exactly played... Weak tight end teams, and when they have, they've thrown to them. I mean, Carolina was his biggest game. They're not Carolina's not great against tight end, and he was four or five for thirty two and and seven point two points that game. Maybe some Dan Arnold this week. I don't hate Dan Arnold either. Um, they've got a pretty easy game against Miami. Uh, same exact opposite though here, Gary. Mike Gusecki faces Jacksonville, who's 23rd against tight end. Yeah. So I could jump on some Mike Gusecki love this week. Again, obviously not helping you in daily fantasy. Tyler Higby is a decent flex play this week with LA against the Giants. They're 25th. Um, tight ends are weird this week, man. But then finish off, Gary, what do, what do you say we go to receivers here? Sure. Um, Buffalo. I'll leave it at that. Any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Stephon Diggs sees Christian Fulton, who's a lot about 16 points per game. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders gets to see Janoris Jenkins, who's allowed a ridiculous amount of points per game. And Cole Beasley gets Chris Jackson, who's allowed 16 minimum in the slot. Um, I, I don't care who you're switching cover with. Tennessee is bad. There's no way of masking that. They are right. not good. Um, Tennessee, like... Across the board, bad teams here. I, I mean, you already said them. We're going to go back to Pittsburgh here. DJ Reed with Seattle has allowed 13 points a game. Sidney mm-hmm. Jones has allowed 18 points a game. Uga Armadi has allowed 11 points a game. They're not doing well. Um, KC, Kendall Fuller, William Jackson, and and, William, or and Benjamin St. Juice have not been good. Um I mean, almost to an extent, Green Bay as well. Atlanta's on a bye. You don't got to worry about them. I don't like that they're putting bye week teams on here. I really don't like that. Um, I wanted to go Robert Woods, but he's expected to draw James Bradbury, and I don't like that at all, actually. I kind of, I mean, again, early morning, uh... Figure out who New England's going to declare as the number one receiver. Mm-hmm. And the other two New England receivers are like, you know Trayvon's going to cover in, in travel. Right. Trayvon Diggs has been lights out. Um, but then as well, like, whatever you get against that, I mean, Jacoby Myers should see slot. Jordan Lewis has been really bad. Jacoby Myers has been their slot receiver. Um, Houston. As goofy as it is, um, it's only their secondary. It might be 
either Chris Moore or Chris Conley might mm-hmm. not be a bad play in daily fantasy this week. Both had big days. Brandon Cooks did nothing last week. Um, Isaiah Rogers is allowed 18 points a game in cover. Uh, any other magic receiver wise you really like, Gary? Mm. No. Maybe LaVisca Chenault this week. I don't hate that. Um, Chenault, Miami. It depends on um, who they got. Chenault realistically is supposed to draw Byron Jones, who... Okay. It's funny. Byron Jones calls as a red cover matchup with an 8.5 lockdown rate. Mm-hmm. But he's allowed 18 points in coverage per game. Yeah. So how do you how do you draw that? Um, Green Bay is expected to draw or jump Eric Stokes up to the number one option against Chicago, which means Allen Robinson might be worth a play this week. And it, that's one of those guys in leagues, guys. He's getting dropped. Um, Terry McLaren too, though. Man, Terry McLaren's got a good matchup as well. Um. It's an interesting one. It's going to be a lot to take in this week. I wonder if Curtis Samuel has a breakout game this week. I think it's possible. Uh, I'm not going to say that. I don't think he's playing this week. No? No, he re-aggravated oh, okay. a groin last week. Well, it says he's questionable, so... Yeah, but on projections, they're putting him at zero. At least they had been. So I don't think he's going to play. He's probably He was listed as week to week. I'll tell you who I don't like. Um... A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, and Chester Rogers. Buffalo's secondary has been lights out. Um, I would say I like Jalen Model, but he burned me last week. Yeah, I think until they get their QB situation figured out there. You know what's, what's going to really... If he plays, part of me wants to say go Kadarius Toney. Mm-hmm. Because, in theory, Kadarius Tony would bump John Ross. Right. Slayton and Shepard are supposed to come back this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a weird week, man. It's a really weird... It's a tough week to read. You're, for, we're first yeah. getting buys. We've got players who we hate who are coming back. We've mm-hmm. got players who we don't hate who are coming back. Um, is he actually coming off IR this week? No way. If he doesn't come back, and I haven't heard he's coming back, I'm going to give my um, sleeper of the week as a modern St. Brown. Oh, he was on IR? No, no, no. Ty- Tyrell Williams was on IR. Oh, I was Tyrell, Williams, Tyrell Williams was on IR. Um, they just lost Quintez Cephas possibly for the year with a broken collarbone. The other top receiver in Detroit right now, Gary, is Khalif Raymond. Mm-hmm. The last two weeks in a row, St. Brown's seen eight and eight targets. They're starting to trust him more. He's gone seven of eight and eight and eight, an eight, eight of eight, I believe, the last two weeks. They're not pretty. They're not flashy. He, but he's put up back-to-back 13-point games, and he has not found the end zone yet. Guess what? 13 points, and you had a six, and that's a 19, 20-point yeah. game. And that's not going to make any fantasy owner mad. No. Um, I'm going to start leaning ahead of the curve here and tell you... Um, the further in the season we get where Jared Goff trusts a Mon- or a Monter St. Brown, a Monter mm-hmm. St. Brown's going to be a fantasy stud down the stretch. If Detroit struggles, I think uh, we see a move on from Jared Goff. After this year, yes. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you right now, I think I think Jared Goff's going to start putting Detroit in the situation 
that, and we've talked about this in the past, um, Blake Bortles in Jacksonville, you're going to start to see garbage time throws. Yeah. Okay, well, we got to try to keep this competitive. All right. Who's open? Well, if, if Amon St. Brown's the one that keeps getting open, guess what? Amon St. Brown's going to start seeing 10 to 12 to 14 targets a game. If he's converting 11 of those and he's going 11 for 90 in a touch, yeah, man, 11 for 90 in a touch is 26 points a week. Mm-hmm. That's fantasy championship game breaker. Um, I, I still think the best is yet to come from him. Yeah, I mean, he's a rookie, so... But I, but I think this year still, I'm not saying, I, I think in general, him and Kadarius Tony and, and you and I were high on them both of the time, but, um, it's unlocked. But it was, uh, it's one of the situations there where I, I really think they're both options this week. Gary, you got anything else, anything else you want to talk about or I think we're done for the week? No, I think we're done. I mean, it's, it's a tough week. There's not really a ton of Maybe an odd one, an odd sneaky play might be Freddie Swain. Uh, Seattle versus Pittsburgh. Arthur Mullet. Miles Sanders just had a big run. Did he? Yeah, like uh, 20, 25 yards. Oh, I mean, that's big for him because he's been averaging one yard a carry. Um, but no, guys, I think that's it. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, give us a listen on Sundays. I know a friend of the show, Dave Whalen, is going to bring his earbuds to uh, the Kenmore Farmer's Market to listen to us because he forgot uh-huh. to last week and we didn't answer his question because I was on the air. Um, but shout us out. Give us a listen. Fantasy Beast FB Pod on Facebook or at Tiki Tribe TV on Twitch. Uh, we will be live Sunday at 10:30, answering your fantasy needs and questions, and then going into a slumber for the day mm-hmm. because there's no Bills football and we get to relax. Gary, anything you want to say? Um, it's a boring day because the Bills aren't playing, but uh, hopefully you're doing well in fantasy. Hopefully you're doing well in daily fantasy as well. But guys, shout out to our sponsors uh, up in Canada, the Great White North, our friend Damien at the Platter Box. That's right. They will take care of your charcuterie board needs. Um, if you like meat and cheese on a board, Damien's your guy. Give him a shout out at the Platter Box uh, at the dot platter dot box on Instagram. I'm probably wrong on that. Um, shout out to Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo. She'll make you look real pretty. She makes me look pretty on the regular, and that's a real tough job. And shout out to our newest sponsor because what goes better with chicken or with <laughs> what goes better with chicken wings than chicken wings? What goes better with football than chicken wings? That's right, guys. Check out Chicken Dippin', Chicken Dippin' specialty blue cheese cups or ranch if you're lame, I guess. Uh, it's as Gary would say, a bathtub for your wings. Yeah. Uh, we've used them on our other show, Spread Those Wings. They are... It's like revolutionized blue cheese for me. Godly. It's godly. Uh, and, and the shape is so revolutionary. Once you're said and done, oh, I've got some of the cracks. Guess what? The shape's perfect, and you can drag the blue cheese around the bowl to put it all in one spot and clean that blue cheese cup completely. And we use the plastic ones to put inside the metal ones, so we don't have to clean the metal ones. And on the words of our friend Kyle, a.k.a. not me, a.k.a. the owner of Chicken Dippin', don't just dip the tip. Uh, check them out at chicken underscore dipping on Instagram or chickendippin.com. Guys, until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts, and we will show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys. <laughs>